0: They're the Combinie Boys. They're the Combinie Boys. They're the Combinie. the Combinie. the Konbini, the Combinie Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Combinie Tournament, where your favorite Kombini items battle it out to see who will be the king of the Kombini. We're down to eight teams and the division championships are underway. In the hotbox division, fabi Chicky vs. Nikubon. In the sweets division, Pokey vs Black Thunder. In the Meal Division, Umeboshi Onigiri vs. Tunamayo Onigiri. And in the beverage division, kombini coffee versus pokari sweat. Who will win? Who will fail? Stay tuned to the Kambini Tournament. And now let's head over to the Kombini. The Kambini, the to the to the Kombini boys.
1: Hey Mike. Matt, how's it going? Two thumbs up here Saturday morning, just days away from a long Christmas break here, Mike. So I'm feeling great. How are things over in Kanazawa?
0: Well, I don't know, Matt. You're going to have to tell me. Um, My, my, and I, it was a cold night and we thought, hey, let's get a pizza. So um, Mm. I just wanted to, you know, this is something that we do a lot in our, in our, you know, private lives as well. Mm-hmm. Prices of pizzas in Japan. So I wanted yeah. to do a little test for you here to start. Just get warmed up, you know. <laughs> for our listeners who don't know the the price of pizza in Japan, it's we might have to do a whole episode on it someday. But um, Matt, all right, I'm just gonna hit you with some numbers here. All right, or some with some what I got. Okay. All right, this is from Domino's Pizza. Hold on, let me get
1: a pen. Right. Domino, okay. This is Domino's, not Zappies or this is Domino's no, Pizza. No. This okay. This is
0: Domino's Pizza. I okay. got yeah. one large, uh, roast chicken and camembert pizza.
1: <laughs> roast chicken and camembert pizza. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was a seasonal special. Um, I got one little side of buffalo wings.
1: Buffalo wings. Okay. Yes. Interesting. I got
0: one little dessert pancakes. Yep. And then one uh, black cup of chili and black uh, cup so, of chili. yeah, it was a, a cup of black chili. So it was a, okay. uh, so a large pizza, yep. three little sides and okay. the large pizza, by the way, I had 30% off coupon on that.
1: So um, I don't know, oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's obviously a big deal there. 30% off. Okay. I want to say that. So that Buffalo wings, how many, how many Buffalo wings were were in the order?
0: Yeah, that was six.
1: Six buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what would you? What's your call on this? On this pizza haul? What?
1: What price range are you thinking? All right. Well, okay that large a large roast chicken camembert pizza that's a seasonal special i'd price that normally around 3200 yen that's about 32 dollars got the coupon in there though so gotta bring that down i'm gonna say that's 2300 yen buffalo wings hard to point that uh i've never had buffalo wings in japan Mm -hmm. six piece though i'm gonna say more than a buckle wing i'm gonna go 900 yen on that pancakes Honestly, no idea. I'm going to go low, say, 400 yen. And then the chili. Chili, similarly, I'm going to price that low at 300. Let me just add it up here. 23 plus 9 is 32, plus mm-hmm. 7 is 30. I'm going to say that's uh, 3,900 yen there, Mike. Roughly $40 for that.
0: Well, that shows your your prowess, Matt. This is 40, $45. It was four 45? four 4,500 yen. Wow, yeah. more than I... What, what did I miss on there? Well, the pizza after... Taking off the 30% was $30, 3,000 yen.
1: After the discount. (laughs) After the discount. (laughs) And let's just be clear here, ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking a large pizza, we're not talking about a large pizza. We're probably still talking almost personal size pizza here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was 13 inches, which is (laughs) one inch less than the... You know, like regular-sized pizza at Domino's. So anyways, all right, Matt, you, you got it. You got it pretty good, but um, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. $45, so that's what I'm, I'm living with right now. It was good, though. It was good, so, yeah. It's always
1: really good wait. to get some takeout. Yeah, we do have a working theory that the pizza industry is run by the Japanese mafia, and all these <laughs> shops are getting a shakedown monthly uh, by gangsters. And that's, yes. that's, uh, that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for pizza. You're paying for... Uh, for, for gang bosses protection, for protection. protection. That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyways, Matt, you know, we, we, Hey, it's another week. We gotta, we gotta talk combini here. We're not talking pizzas. Um, Yeah, man. What do you, you want to get started with the, with the podcast?
1: Let's get started here, Mike. A right. um, lot to cover today as usual, uh, mm-hmm. but actually uh, the Chicky Wars, the way we start out every single episode mike this is episode 34 for the last Mm -hmm. 33 episodes Mm -hmm. we have started off by announcing new chickies coming out across the big three conveni and in some ways i'm disappointed in other ways i'm thrilled to say that mike for the very first time we have no new chickies to announce this week um yeah gosh it took 33 weeks (laughs) (laughs) For a new chickie (laughs) not to come out, Mike. uh, I guess. I guess. uh, I'm stunned. I'm stunned.
0: Yeah. No. Um. Matt. This is. This is kind of. Uh. I. I really don't know what to say. We were. We were kind of blown away. I. We were kind of like. Well, what are we gonna do today? I mean, we don't really. You know, people are gonna be thrown off. They tune in to hear about the chickies, and you know, normally we have. You know, two or three or last week I think or two weeks ago we had four four chickies out. Yeah. Um, so, you know what, I think this is a sign of the Christmas season. Um, Absolutely. You know, they went all out. We were seeing bone after bone after bone. <laughs> they pulled out the bones and they threw them all at us. And, you know, I, I think they just didn't really have m- much else, um, for this fiscal year.
1: Yeah, it could be that. I also thought, you know, it kind of, <laughs> it kind of reminds me back to the 1914 Christmas truce in world war one, where <laughs> famously british and german soldiers exchanged their rifles and artillery shells for christmas carols and handshakes you know this could be something like that mike where the big three conveni are just saying okay everybody let's just Mm -hmm. pause for a week here tis the season we're all we're all friends at least for this one week
0: no i hear you now that you say that actually that seems probably what it is you know because that's where they're putting most of their effort and most of their energy into each week. Even though they're releasing 200 items a week, there's a couple of those sections which you know require a, a larger amount of manpower, and the chicky <laughs> being one of them. I agree. That's that's a good call. We'll have to see. Who knows? We we might find out uh, soon.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see next week if if the truce ends or uh, maybe if it is a fiscal problem, we could see no new chickies next week. We'll find out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Matt, well, to be honest, continuing on that theme, we are heading into the scoreboard. And um, Matt, I'm just going to give you the numbers. I'll let you uh, let yeah. you reply. Family Mart, 42 items. Lawson, 27 items. 7-11, 84 items.
1: Yeah, Mike, uh, wow. No new chickies in a scoreboard. That doesn't even take a sniff at 200 total new items across the big three convenience 7-eleven down to 84 remind let's remind our audience they hit 158 just a couple of months ago yeah now down to 84 lawson doesn't even crack 30 They they always play high quality low volume but 27 mm-hmm. is especially low and that includes yeah. by the way three burritos out this week <laughs> um and Family Mart 42, again, they're usually up in the 50 to 60 mark. So yeah, maybe this is a fiscal problem. Maybe it is the product development team running out of steam. <laughs> maybe it is my cat taking a dump in the litter box over here. Sorry. Well, um, yeah, yeah, like sh- shocking numbers here.
0: Yeah, something's going on that. And I think, you know, but it is coming to be a ho- ho- holiday season. We got Christmas coming up. And after that, we've got New Year's. And it is the end of the year. You know, people yeah. are crunching the numbers or trying to figure out what's our budget for next year. We don't know. Um, so we'll have to see. I don't know. If next week, you know, they come out and double these numbers, then, you know, who knows? We, we were just blowing smoke this week. I don't know. But um, we'll have to see. Next week, will be it'll be interesting to see what the numbers look like. Can't wait to to pop that open. Yep. All right, Matt. Well, even though there are fewer numbers of uh products this week, as mm-hmm. always, we've got our winners and losers. Oh yeah. Um, and so you know what? I thought this week maybe we could just start with you. We're gonna pick what you liked, what I liked, what you didn't like, what I didn't like. And mm-hmm. so let's start with your loser. Boom.
1: Yeah, Mike. Um <laughs> this is out of family mart. <laughs> I had to read this several times because it was very confusing to me. So what we're looking at here just right off the bat, it's a it's a wrap. They're calling it a sando. They're calling it a pizza, pizza sando. sando. There's nothing pizza about this, though. What we're looking at here is a Calbee shiawase butter, happy butter. So Kalbi happy butter chips flavored mm-hmm. pizza sando. OK. <laughs> Let me just say that again. So Calbee potato chips, they have a flavor called happy butter. They've taken that flavor (laughs) and transformed it into a pizza sandwich that is actually a tortilla (laughs) that doesn't have really anything it looks like to do with pizza. It looks like cheese with some weird sauce on top. That's got to be the happy butter sauce.
0: Um, No (laughs) idea.
1: that's the sauce
0: i thought the cheese was on top i thought the happy sauce was on the bottom
1: it it could be that too it's very unclear um i will say mike this just looks like uh, a stoner's delight here yeah you know this looks like you know i got the munchies just reading the description of this thing it's uh totally whacked up yeah i don't know what this is um i think i'd want to try it but it it does look gross
0: yeah yeah no matt um well you know what maybe it's because the numbers are smaller this week but the stars have aligned and um actually oh. my loser for this week it's the pizza sando butter it's the same one i had the same reaction matt and for our podcast viewers you can't really see but let me describe this scene just imagine a salvador dolly painting very difficult to understand all right you've got this all right you've got a picture you've got this brownish background I don't know what that is you got a bag of chips these happy butter chips you've got some honey you've got some parsley yeah, I don't know where the honey you got goes. some yeah is this sour cream I'm not sure then you have some butter with also some honey on top of it and then towering in the background <laughs> is this burrito pizza sando <laughs> I don't know, Matt. I don't know, you know, for our listeners, if you've ever like seen or heard of the the book, the movie Dune, this is a, uh, <laughs> this is a sci-fi, you know, futuristic uh, drama about this world that is overrun yeah. by sandworms that um that these huge, giant, like worms that plow through the sand, and this is what it actually looked like to me. That's the sort of scale of this uh, this burrito pizza sando.
1: Yeah, Mike, that is shocking that we both picked the same item. Yeah, what is going on with the parsley? I don't know what is going on with the honey. I have no idea. Yeah, this kind of reminded me of uh, you know, it, like you got a you got a uh, a very early. Uh, a machine that hasn't been properly trained—it's just been fed not enough convenient <laughs> items to properly produce a reasonable product, and it just needs more inputs. It needs terabytes Ugh. of more convenient inputs before it successfully produce something. This just puked out some weird burrito and called it a sando
0: yeah yeah apparently yeah and matt i just want to say before we leave this that like you said it's called a pizza sandwich a pizza sando and i was looking is this a is this a thing and i searched it isn't apparently they just made it up because it has nothing to do with pizza and it's not a sandwich so yeah matt i don't know bizarre i gotta say i think this is the first time we ever lined up on our on our losers, on the so losers. Is, uh, yeah so this uh unfortunately for you happy butter this is a (laughs) (laughs) unanimous loser here all right matt well hey enough with that we gave him he's had enough we gotta we gotta move on all right matt so let's go on to you your winner for the week here we go yeah yeah i'm excited about this one
1: mike yeah, Mike. So, what we're looking at here, this is out of Lawson, and it's a dessert. And Lawson, better than any of the big three, does mm. desserts incredibly well. And this is the Basque cheese cake, Mike. The Basque cheese has been a recurring item on the konbini Boys podcast mm. all year long. Uh, this is actually the Basque cheese three. I'm not sure why three. Um, maybe this is version 3.0, don't exactly know. But what we're looking at here is a Basque cheese cake. That sort of nice, light cheesecake on the bottom. But what really got me here, if you could zoom mm. in on this, Mike. Sure, sure. At, on top of the cake, we have a Whoa. dome, a dome, okay? A, a, a dome of rare cheese, okay, that's that, that mm. more dense, creamy cheese cake mm. on top of a cheesecake. And then on top of that, we have whipped cream with little almonds, so you get the crunchy crunchy on mm. top there, Mike. This thing looks absolutely outstanding. I think a bit of a miss by Lawson here, resting it on an old newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> for the photo shoot, not sure what they were thinking there, but uh, the cake itself looks absolutely outstanding. Wow, Matt, man, this is. Mm. I'm, I'm wondering
0: what what are your thoughts? I so I looked here mm-hmm. at this number. That's 400 yen. That's four bucks. That's Ooh.
1: it's
0: a nice price. I'm wondering what what are your what are your thoughts on the
1: size here? What how big do you think this thing is? I'd probably say diameter wise two inches okay okay that'd be my guess
0: yeah well i mean this looks exquisite Mm, i mean like you said you've got that ooh, the basque (laughs) chi on the bottom there and then that cream on top and yeah like you were saying you can see if people and anyone is not watching on youtube but you've got this line line. between this whipped cream and then the other cream inside Matt, this is a, mm. this is a winner right here. I would love to have this for my birthday, maybe my mm-hmm. anniversary or, mm. you know, um, this is an exquisite deluxe, beautiful dessert. And, uh, yeah, this is, I can understand why this is your winner. Yeah. I'm very excited about that one. All right, man. Well, Hey, let me, let me show you mine. All right. I'm mm-hmm. kind of keeping on the theme of the desserts Ooh. and, um, let me tell you what we're looking oh. at here. We mm. are looking at the Uji. Mm. Uji is a town or city known for its green tea. It's mm-hmm. matcha powdered green tea. It's Uji green t- powdered green tea and strawberry parfait. Mm. So this is from 7-Eleven. Um, and uh, you can see here we've got some layers going on here. So at the bottom of this parfait, it looks like we've got some green tea cream or, or jelly or, or pudding. And then the next layer, we've got the strawberry. And then on the next layer, we, it looks like we have some whipped cream. But what really got me about this, Matt, was you can see on the top here, we've got these four, the, the classic. The classic Japanese sweets here. We've got mochi. We've got the sweet mochi. We've got the anko, which is the sweet Japanese bean. Mm. Then we've got the matcha, the green tea, powdered mm. green tea, whipped cream. And then we also have a little bit of a uh, strawberry sauce there. So. Mm. You know what? I just, we're coming up to the end of the year and I wanted to give a little shout out to the more traditional style Japanese sweets. And also I just thought that
1: this looked really, really good and beautiful. Mm. No, Mike, you can't go wrong with a parfait. You just can't Mm. go wrong with a konbini parfait. The colors on this, you know, it's like a beautiful rainbow. You got the red, you got the green, you got the purple, you got the white. Mm -hmm. And you can see if you kind of tilt your head a little bit, those colors, those layers run throughout the parfait. Mm. And yeah, to have uh, the famous Uchi provide the green tea powder. Uh, This is a a classy item, Mike, and uh, wow, 278 yen. Hard to beat that deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, Matt. Well, that
0: closes us out of the scoreboard this week. And, um, I guess that's going to take us into our
1: our big, big recurring story. That's right, Mike. It's back to the conveni tournament. Wow. We've had another week of thrilling matchups in round three. Mm. We're going to go through each one, one by one. We had some incredible highs, Mike, but uh, I certainly experienced my lowest low throughout the tournament.
0: Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, Shall know. we
1: start off looking at the hot box division? How things wrapped up there? Sounds great. Yeah. Let's just get to it. All right. Hot box division. We had the favorite Fammy Chicky go up against its toughest toughest opponent yet, the Pizza Man. Mm-hmm. And Mike, I was actually surprised the Fami Chicky handled Pizza Man quite. Easily, yeah. Pizza Man didn't really stand a chance from the start to the end of this round uh, matchup. I was I was quite surprised by that.
0: Yeah, no, me too. Um, you know, Karen and Mai Mai had Pizzaman going all the way. All the way. Um, a lot of people. It seemed like I I was actually a little worried for Fammy Chicky to be completely honest, Absolutely.
1: because
0: you know the Pizza Man has that advantage of. Um, you know, vegetarians as well. People don't like chicken who don't, you know, can can have it. And um, I, I was yeah, totally shocked by that. Um, I, I was a little sad to be honest. I was hoping for a closer match, and I know Pizza Man is probably you know feeling pretty bad about itself. But um, you know, they had a good run. They had a good run, and um, hopefully they're going to be able to be avenged. At least somewhat here in the next uh, the next uh, round for them, or for
1: Famichiki. Well, we'll see, because in round four, Famichiki has to get past another Mon, the Nikuman, because the Nikuman yeah. defeated its brother, the Kariman, <laughs> in round three. Again, this was a matchup I... I thought uh, Kariman might be able to put up a fight here, and early on in the match, it looked like Nikuman might actually go down. It wound up winning mm-hmm. fairly easily. Uh, so Fami Chicky will go up against Nikuman. That is the number one and the number two seed. So two hot box giants will face off in round four to see who represents uh, actually, that, that will be for the hot box division title. Yeah, yeah. Yep,
0: that is going to be exciting and a lot of drama. You know, Curry Man or Pizza Man falling and, you know, to Chicky <laughs> Nikuman, is he going to come back and get the revenge or is Chicky going to continue to mop up the whole family? I don't know, Matt. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's go down to the sweets division. There was um, some things going on in there as well. So in the yeah. first round or the first matchup there we had Melon Pan versus Pocky. Melon Pan, you remember karen and my I also had going uh the distance that's right. that's right um but i know that you were not satisfied with the caliber of these uh these two competitors but in the end pocky did end up taking it
1: yeah that's right mike and i do have a concern that pocky is making a run here that i really didn't expect it to make no um I didn't expect Melon Pan to make this kind of run either. We talked about not airing this round on TV last (laughs) week. We were both so disappointed with it. Um, Mm -hmm. Pocky will move on to round four in the division final in the snack division here. I will say, um, for the first time, it's going to face a real opponent. Looking at its first round matchups, it it had Chipstar, and mm-hmm. then Monaka Ice Cream and then Melon Pond. I think all of those are sort of weaker opponents compared to its next opponent, Black Thunder. Black Thunder. Black Thunder. Yeah, Black Thunder defeated Pinot Ice Cream to make mm. it to the division final here. We'll yeah. see if it can take down Pocky.
0: Yeah, and um Pinot's no slouch and Black Thunder <laughs> completely blew it out Trounced of the water. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I to be honest, with this momentum. Black Thunder a number two seed. I don't see Pocky being able to stand up to it, but I don't know. Pocky is seemed to be more popular than we thought. Um, we'll have to see. Black Thunder is no doubt one of the strongest contenders in the Konbini tournament.
1: No doubt. It's such as Pinot. It defeated Caramel Pudding. It defeated Beef Jerky. So if you look at the schedule... Uh, mm-hmm. Black Thunder has just had a tougher schedule and Pocky really much weaker opponents, the sort of Buffalo Bills, <laughs> the um, the uh, Miami Dolphins of the convening <laughs> tournament <laughs> here. Well, Black Thunder, you know, they're going up against the Green Bay Packers, yeah, you know, yeah. the Baltimore Ravens, the uh, New Orleans Saints, much tougher opponents here. So I think Pocky, they're going to face somebody real here in round four. Uh, I doubt they're going to be able to take it against Black Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Now we'll have to see. All right, Mike. And then in the meal division, oh boy. let's just cut oh, to the boy. chase here. We got an yeah. Onigiri showdown happening here, mm-hmm, Mike. Mm-hmm. We got Tuna Mayo up against Umeboshi Onigiri. My God. <sighs> <laughs> this
0: is what we said we wanted to see. Last week, we said this is the matchup that we wanted to see. Um, and now I'm... I'm a little scared. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. we are both huge Umeboshi Onigiri defenders and, yeah. and lovers, supporters. And Tuna Mayo Onigiri has just flown through this bracket. What do you what do you see happening here?
1: Well, I got to tell you, Mike, I am shocked. Uh, like you said, Umeboshi Onigiri, we thought that was going to be the favorite heading into maybe this whole tournament. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it is a one seed, uh, yeah. but Tuna Mayo really has unexpectedly, and again, it's it's been dominating its opponent. These are not close up close matchups for the Tuna no. Mayo Onigiri, and it's beat some tough ones. It beat Cup Ramen. Cup it Cup Ramen. Ramen last week, Cup ladies and Ramen. gentlemen. Okay, it beat Zaru, it, No, not not uh, Zarus. It it beat um, Sukeroku. Sukeroku, sushi set, ladies and gentlemen. These are tough opponents here. Oh, actually, no, no, it's not. It beat Karage Bento. Kara- even A-ge tougher. It. it beat the Karage Bento. Okay, these are not easy <sighs> opponents, and it is beating them decisively. But we'll see. Umeboshi, a number one seed, another top yeah. onigiri. We'll see what comes out of that. Yeah, Matt. All right. Well, all right. We're going to have to go down to this one. And um, yep.
0: man, this was quite a week. Yeah. This was quite a week. So let me just set the stage for our listeners to remember. If you remember in the first episode of the Combini tournament, we shared our winners. Matt had canned coffee. I had Pokari sweat. Mm. And this week canned coffee went up against Combini drip coffee mm. and st- Pokari Sweat went up against Strong Zero. Yeah. I don't know, Matt. This was one of the most (laughs) nerve-wracking weeks of my
1: life. Well, we had, uh, yeah, Mike, a lot of emotional investment in these two matches. I was terrified, canned coffee going up against convenience Drip Coffee. I thought, you know, convenience Drip Coffee doesn't even have any business being in the convenience when you have such a high-quality <laughs> coffee product in the can. And then Strong Zero. We thought Strong Zero could be, this, naturally, the strongest contender yeah. in this whole tournament. Yep. And right now, it is the... It- it was the last surviving alcohol product in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and really a sort of good versus evil matchup. You drink sure. a pakari Sweat when you've had too many strong zeros. Exactly. Exactly. It balances life. But, you know, Mike, I got to tell you, I woke up yesterday. As soon as I woke up, I checked that matchup. Picari Sweat. Congratulations, Mike. Thank it's you. Thank you. Defeat. You got to be feeling great right now.
0: I'm feeling so good.
1: So let me tell you, I, you know, I agree with you. I was
0: so scared. I thought Strong Zero might be the strongest in the whole tournament. But as the week went on, I think we saw Strong Zero has some haters. And, um, you know, I just couldn't believe it. I was so proud to see Polkari Sweat go out there and not just win, but win pretty convincingly. Two to
1: one margin. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. So um, I'm feeling great. You know, my dream is still alive here. But uh Matt. Yeah. Um, yeah. so do you wanna yeah. you wanna talk about what transpired here?
1: Yeah, Mike. Uh so canned coffee canned coffee, I, I won't uh I won't sugarcoat it. Canned coffee got its ass whooped by Conveni <laughs> Coffee and uh this was by far uh, it received the most number of votes uh in this whole tournament. 179 people voted for mm-hmm. this matchup, Mike, and mm-hmm. Canbini coffee absolutely trounced canned yeah. coffee um i was even getting into arguments with conbini coffee <laughs> fans on twitter a few nights ago and the hate that yeah. uh canned coffee was getting i you know the class that was shown there was no class shown mike <laughs> I just want to share some of the things that uh, we encountered on Twitter here. Here's RugbyForAll.jp. Canned coffee is shit. Mm. Shows Barack Obama dropping the mic as a gif. Right below that, our friend Casey from the Bean Pod. It's more like piss since it's liquid, shit-flavored piss, he says. (laughs) And then, you know... One of our most active Twitter followers, Leslie Ito, normally a big fan. Mm-mm. I think she was plotting this from yes. some time ago, Mike, because <laughs> yes. on December 11th, I posted this matchup, canned coffee, convenient drip coffee on Twitter. Yeah. She immediately replied, where can I vote? Oops. Mike, I think from then she may have led a door knocking campaign around <sighs> Japan. Because the number of votes that came in on behalf of Conveni Coffee just skyrocketed after yeah. she became interested in this matchup.
0: Yeah, man. I don't know. I it's yeah. it's hard to tell, you know. Um I I smell some, you know, funny business, I'm not gonna lie. You know, mm-hmm. I, I felt like there was a campaign against Canned coffee. And um, I, you know what, to be fair, I understand people for passionate, but I just don't feel like canned coffee mm. deserved the
1: respect
0: that it it really deserved.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I can more hate somebody here. Uh, do not like canned coffee too sweet uh there's there's something in a lot of those canned coffees that does not agree with my guts another person i just hate anything that tastes of sugar and milk substitute in my mouth for the rest of the afternoon (sighs) i think the primary use case of canned coffee is as a hand warmer people talked about using the cans as a hand warmer that's what they what i mean yeah that's great yeah but uh, gosh, Mike, um, it was just a sad day for me in this tournament. It was sort of like watching Willie Mays in 1969, <clears throat> his last season, or like Michael Michael Jordan matching up against Kobe while he's on the Wizards. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the old legend has given way to the young upstart mm-hmm. Konbini Drip Coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Mike, I think we want to uh, spend a few minutes here. Yeah, yeah. Paying tribute to some of these legends like Canned Coffee, uh, yeah. who have gone down in the tournament here, Mike. Yeah. Uh, we've each yeah. prepared a few words. Would you yeah. like to kind of start things off with, with the items we'd like to memorialize here? Sure. Um, so, uh, first off, I'm going to actually go, or do you want to start with convenient Coffee? Why not? Yeah. Can be, uh Canned Coffee, actually. Oh, sorry. Oh. Canned Coffee, Mike. <laughs> Christ. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to say a few words here. Okay. What can you say? Uh, Canned coffee. It's one of the original Konbini innovations. Mm -hmm. First one came out, Mike, in 1959. 1959. Uh, Every single morning, I'd walk either to the Konbini or the vending machine to pick one up. It was the Beto for me, Mike, the Georgia Beto. (laughs) I've said this many times, I was undiagnosed lactose intolerant, spent a good part of my morning on the bowl because of Mm -hmm. my canned coffee. I'll tell you what, even if I had been diagnosed and knew the problem, I still would have made my morning journey Mm -hmm. for my canned coffee. The seasonal cans, the full refrigerator display, the array, Mike, of aluminum cans. It's so beautiful. Um, And now to think it lost to hot coffee in a cup. <laughs> Family Marts is called Standard Blend. Canned coffee is called Boss. I'm devastated. Long live canned coffee. Thank you. Well, Matt,
0: I know this is uh, <laughs> tough for you to get through, but I'm just going to share a little anecdote that I... Uh, um you know uh right now in japan we're some places in japan like niigata are experiencing record snowfall saw that two meters in in a day or two Mm -hmm. days and actually for the past couple days there's been this it's like a couple thousand cars have been stuck on the highway Mm. because they completely snowed in trucks and you know people commuting and terrible i saw on the news um you know there were some people like riding on snowmobiles mm. and delivering supplies to the people that were waiting mm-hmm. and they showed it on the you know the television just just this morning there was a guy he rolled up on the the, the snowmobile mm-hmm. truck driver opened his door mm-hmm. and you know what what did he hand him he handed him <laughs> a cup or a a, a canned coffee And that's the power of the canned coffee. It's not just the taste and the legendary status. It's something you share. You're going to have some friends. You're going to get together. You're starting off the day. You pass out some canned coffees. Everybody gets pumped. So I agree. Long live canned coffee. Didn't deserve that, but he'll live on on in our memory.
1: Um, I think next up, Mike, we want to say a few words about uh, Jigariko. Would you like to start off there? Jigariko, of course, lost... To melon pan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jagariko, one of the great legends. Um, always there on a road trip. By my side. <laughs> that crisp and crunchy, genuine potato flavor is something I'll always remember. I've actually got I've got a pack of, of Jagariko right here. I'm just going to let our listeners hear this
1: crack. Ooh. Oh!
0: (laughs) Rest in peace, Jagariko
1: Yeah, similarly, Mike, uh, I'd like to say a few words. Um, Yeah, Jigariko, it brings people together. You know, hands collide while reaching into the Jigariko bucket. It's the friend that keeps you steady company on a long car trip or a Shinkansen ride mm-hmm. and it may have even invented the salad flavor <laughs> so yes rest in peace jagariko
0: Yeah, Matt all right well I think mm. there's one more one more legend that yeah. really just you know got knocked out way too early that we want to say yeah. a few words about and that's yeah. the total disgrace and just that was Oden getting beat by Skune 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 just a total loser I don't want to you know rag on Skune but Oden's one of the best things most iconic legendary things about the Kombini, and yeah. to get done like that just wasn't right so I just want to say some words about Oden please many a cold night you were right there beside me <laughs> Though you always were showered with so much hate, mm. you were always humble mm. and and warm. Mm. Rest in peace, Oden.
1: Well said, Mike. Um, yeah, similarly, I would like to say a few words. Um, yeah, Oden, according to its Wikipedia page, it started in the Muromachi period, 14th century, <laughs> And I'm not I'm not talking about its invention. I think that's how long the soup has been sivering in the 7-Eleven pot. My first cup of Oden, Mike, was in Kanazawa, in that really horrible concrete apartment we both lived in. Yep. And it was a frozen block of ice, because I was stubbornly not willing to purchase a space heater, a kerosene heater. And uh, you convinced me to try Oden. I was fearful of it. And like you said... It warmed me up. I was hotter than any kerosene heater could ever make me between that hot soup and spicy mustard. So, yes, rest in peace, Oden.
0: All right, Matt. Well, all right. Well, everybody, you know, clean up your eyes. We still got a little bit of show left here, but, you know, rest in peace to the legends. And, you know, here on out. Matt, we're looking at the Elite Eight, and from here on out, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to have time to mourn mourn those that lost, because from here on out, it's just a hard-fought battle to the top.
1: That's right. Yeah, Mike. It's going to be a slugfest all the way to the end of this tournament. All right, Matt. Well, hey. You know what? We haven't had any in a while,
0: but um, this week we've actually got some Kabini news. Mm. And um, Matt, this is a big one. We actually we we covered this story in various ways throughout the throughout the months here, but mm-hmm. um, Karaage Kun makes its first trip into space.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Incredible!
0: Yeah, yeah. Congratulations! This. Um, so, as you know, um, on the um, the fifteenth of November. Um, actually uh, SpaceX. They they sent a capsule to the International Space Station. And on that uh, flight was Soichi Noguchi, a Japanese man. Wow. And uh, he actually, Matt, he actually took some Karaage-kun with him into space. Outstanding. And he actually... He did a taste test, so um, <laughs> let me um, show you here, Matt. This is, uh, I got some some footage. Um, so this is him right here. So he's... Uh, Look at this guy. He's on the uh, International Space Station. He's gonna do a, he's doing a comparison of some chicken. So, mm. you know, hey, the chicky wars in outer space. Um, and uh, yeah, actually in the end, he said it was a tie. So I don't know, but um, hey, Congratulations, to Karage-kun, um, on this achievement.
1: No, big congratulations to uh, Lawson and Karage-kun. Also, you know, <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that uh, this came on a SpaceX flight, Mike, because, of course, Elon Musk has ambitions to colonize Mars. And, uh, you know, no faster way to colonize Mars than to get a conveni uh, up and running on there. Because, of course, once you get the conveni going... <laughs> <laughs> All humans can survive. Um, could be some supply chain issues, of course, but we know 7-Eleven has the best POS in the world. You'd have little trucks shuttling back and forth on jetpacks in no time. Fried chicken, American dogs, uh, canned coffee. Yeah. Would no doubt uh, be up there. So I'm I'm, I'm fairly certain this is probably a long play by Elon mm-hmm. trying to build a partnership with one of the big three, looking at a long-term colonization of the red planet
0: yeah no you might be right i mean you know he's always got he's always cooking something up you know (laughs) so uh, i wouldn't be surprised if uh (laughs) he's got the conveni on his radar as well all right matt well holy moly Mm. all right um what what an episode and you know what we're heading on next week. It's going to be the final four. And then after that, you know what it's going to be. The new year, we're going to have the Combini Tournament Champion. So lots to look forward to. Um, but um, yeah, I'd just like to say, uh, you know, thanks to all the listeners and the watchers. You know, if you're if you're listening on a, one of the podcast apps, if you could give us a like and uh, follow us, that'd be great. And if you're watching on YouTube, if you could leave us a like, hit that subscribe button, that'd be pretty awesome. Um, we're also on all the uh, the social media we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and um, recently uh, we've been really active on Twitter and that's where we're sharing most of the stuff about the community Tournament so follow us on Twitter Take a look and get involved. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you have a combini memory, um, you can go to our uh, to our website, which is uh anchor.fm slash boys, and there you can find a button that says leave a message and you can leave a message for us. And if you're in the States and you want to just give us a call, you can call us at 617-453-8207, and you can leave a message like that too. We'll share it on the podcast. Alright, Matt. Well, um, wow, what a week, what a day. What a time to be alive. Uh, but uh, for now, I guess
1: I'll see you at the convening. I'll see you at the convening, conveni, Mike.